Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's the Hollywood Life cast where we bring you the best exclusive celebrity news, the juicy celebrity interviews, insider secrets about all of your favorite stars and now your host former editor-in-chief of cosmo glamour and us weekly the president and editor-in-chief of hollywoodlife.com bonnie fuller hey guys we are here with the hollywood life podcast and we've got so much to talk about this week we just had the vmas on mtv on sunday night and the uh premiere of Look What You Made Me Do by Taylor Swift. If you've been living on another planet, you will not know about that. But of course, we're assuming you're here on Earth. And Big Night with Game of Thrones. So we're going to talk about all that. Plus, Selena got hacked this week. And you wouldn't believe whose pictures appeared on her Instagram. And then, is Gwen Stefani actually pregnant? With Blake Shelton, is she finally going to have a girl? We will discuss, but before I get to that, I'm not alone here in my Hollywood Life podcast studio. I'm here with Allie Stagnita. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Great to be back. Thanks for having me, Bonnie and Gino. Well, we had to tear you out of those videos, you know? Right. Exactly. I had to... You know, you guys are tired of my face, needed to hear my voice a little bit more. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, we are also here with, of course, Gino, the producer. I've been blessed with many things in this life. An arm like a damn rocket, a cock like a Burmese python, and the mind of a fucking scientist. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> what? Just a few. I, I get a horn and you get that? <laughs> just, a few, just a few of my attributes to describe me. <laughs> Um, you know what, but this week I, we're a little short on time, so I want, I want to waste no time and get right to our crushes segment. Um, at Ali Stegnita, what are you crushing on this week? I am totally crushing on Paris Jackson. She gave such a remarkable, beautiful speech while she was presenting to Fifth Harmony at the VMAs. Um, you know, she spoke out against Donald Trump. She spoke out against Nazis, white supremacist jerks is what she called them. And she said, you are not welcome here. You are not welcome in Charlottesville. You are not welcome in our country. She said it will not be tolerated. And one thing that she said that really stood out is she said, if we were all to put our voices together, do you know the difference we would make? Let's, let's listen to that, actually. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. Let's put her on. I'm seeing a lot of love and light here tonight already. Um, a lot of diversity and a lot of potential power. You know, if we were to all put our voices together, do you realize the difference we would make? If we were to all stand up united as one, our impact, it would be huge. Believe me, huge. And Paris, stick to the inspirational comments. <laughs> Skip the Trump jokes, please. And that's not fake news. So 
let's leave here. Don't that one bomb too. Tonight, remembering that we must show these Nazi white supremacist jerks in Charlottesville and all over the country that as a nation with liberty as our slogan, we have zero tolerance for their violence, their hatred, and their discrimination. Good for her. It gives me total goosebumps. Me too. I find her super awkward. And the funniest thing is the very next thing she said, she was like, and then the the nominee for best pop video. (laughs) I don't care. I'm glad she took her moment to make a statement. Yeah, she's my crush, not yours. (laughs) Yeah, Gino. Who knows how awkward you would be up there in front of millions and millions of people? Awkward. I don't understand why we're being subjected to Paris Jackson. Like, why is she here? What is she doing? She's my crush. And she's Michael's daughter. Just for that, she gets a platform. She's gorgeous. What has she done, though? Like, why is she a thing? She's an aspiring actress. You're going to see her soon. This city is filled with aspiring actresses, and they're not on the VMAs. Well, you know what? Not that many of them could speak out like that. And they're not Michael Jackson's daughters. Honestly, and, and I love is, how she called them jerks, white supremacists, yeah, jerks, jerks. Because you know what? They are jerks. They're just a bunch of loser jerks. Exactly. And she was so powerful in her voice. I mean, it really got me riled up. She was great. What a brave mm. stance against Nazis. Oh, why are you being yeah. so cynical? You sound really bad. I just yeah. don't, I don't like her. I mean, it's she was my crush. Pure nepotism. I don't understand why. Just because her dad's famous, she, like we have to have Paris Jackson. But I you know what? She's had a tough life, actually. I mean, she lost her father when she was really young, and her father was an extraordinarily public figure who also was accused of all kinds of of uh, wild things. And she has to deal with that. And I'm sure part of her, she loved her father, but she's got to wonder, was any of it true? And if she's convinced it's not, she still has to help maintain his legacy. I mean, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. And she's actually, she's attempted suicide a few times too, and has kind of come through that. She's a great voice for millennials, I think. I do too. So Gino, I'm tired of you being down on people. I'm not down, down on, people. on people. She doesn't <laughs> act like the world owes her anything. She's trying to put her celebrity to good use. I agree. So let's talk about other people I'm crushing on that are putting their celebrity to good use. At Bonnie yes. Fuller on Twitter and at Bonnie underscore Fuller on Instagram. Okay, I am crushing on all of the celebrities that are making major donations to victims of the Houston floods and well uh, the Texas floods because it's beyond Houston and like Kim Kardashian and her family are donating half a million dollars that is big bucks uh Chris Brown TI have both ponied up a hundred thousand dollars um JLo gave and A-Rod gave 25,000 each each great yeah so 50 total and Beyonce, apparently, we don't know the amount. Apparently, she's made a major donation. And now we're hearing that there's going to be a big national telethon hosted by Blake Shelton and by Reese Witherspoon, who I guess is from Texas. Is she from Texas? No, she's not even from Texas. So um, they're going to have a national telethon on September 12th. You can read about it in Hollywood Life. I'm sure we're going to get lots more information about this. And that'll raise millions of dollars and believe Believe me, millions of dollars, billions are actually needed to help these people who've lost their homes, who've lost like 
everything but the clothes on their back. I mean, you see pictures and videos of people who aren't even have shoes like they had to leave so fast and are literally just have the clothes on their backs and their homes have been destroyed and they may, who knows when they're going to be able to get back in to salvage anything. These people have to restart their lives. So I applaud celebrities, not just using their visibility to help, but actually going into their bank accounts and delivering big bucks. Yeah, totally. I agree, Bonnie. And I have a crush right in line with that for all my crushes and all my disses of Paris Jackson. You can follow me at Gino Orlandini. <laughs> no um, one's going to want to follow you after that. And um, there, okay, there's this UFC fighter named Derek Lewis. His nickname is the Black Beast because he is a giant black man. And he's from the Houston area. And he's been over the past uh, few days when this flood has hit, driving around the Houston area in his giant monster truck, rescuing people from the floodwaters. And um, there's this report from MMA Jockey that he picked up this guy and his wife and the guy, all that he had was the clothes on his back, but he was also carrying a Confederate flag. Aye. And, you know, Derek, you know, this is something that goes on a lot in Texas. And um, Derek says he wanted to take that with him. And he just apologized and said, man, I'll sit in the back of your truck. I don't want to have my flag inside your truck. And Derek Lewis goes, man, I'm not worried about that. Um, and the guy was saying, you know, you never know when you need someone. And Derek's response was, don't even worry about it. I don't care about that. Um, you know, I'm from the I'm from here. I, I see this all the time. It's no thing to me. I just want to help out. And his, but the guy's wife kept on hitting him, being like, "You shouldn't have brought that. I knew. I told you. you shouldn't <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, look who rescues him. Thanks. Anyway, Derek Lewis, he's such a good guy. Confederate he, flag sign of slavery. And he's such he's such a great guy. And he's just out here trying to help people. He's a great fighter, and he's also hilarious on social media. So if you want to see like really funny, like effed up videos, follow Derek Lewis on Instagram. He posts amazing things, and he's out here saving people, and he doesn't care. What their beliefs are, he's just trying to make a difference. Right, he just cares about humanity, which is an amazing example. And you know what? Maybe that guy will get rid of his Confederate flag after this and realize that it doesn't stand for anything good. Hey, let's. While we're speaking of fighters, how about Floyd and and uh, Conor McGregor donating some of the millions that they just made, like hundreds of millions of dollars? Come on, guys, pony up! I thought you were gonna. Talk, more talk about, to the, talk about fight. the fight. I, was like, oh. <laughs> I don't care about the fight. They got so much money. They, they can help out. Yeah. Well, the first person right. Floyd has to give his money to is the IRS because he has some tax problems. <laughs> um, he has some back taxes due. Okay. Is, well, I'm sure you can settle those now. Some people believe that's part of the reason he took this fight. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, I usually do a music break, but I didn't endorse music this week. So, Bonnie, uh, lead us into the news. Okay. We got to talk Taylor. Taylor dominated. Talk about a woman dominating. She did it. Um, look what you made me do. It's, a gr- I think it's, you know, the song has really grown on me. Like at first I was like, you can't really tap your foot along to this me or too, hum along. Bonnie, I felt the same way. But the more I listen to it, the more I'm into it. And it's, it's just got a lot of depth and the video I thought it was brilliant. 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 Exactly my thoughts. I mean, it at the first time I heard it, I was like, what is this? And then it was stuck in my head all day. And I was like, wait, how did that even happen? It's going to be in a lot of people's spin classes, I guarantee. Exactly. It's going to be, be a soul cycle. so catchy and I ran to it. It's really? Empowering. I don't think it's a fast enough song for me to run to. Oh. But I, you could dry, You could definitely go up a hill oh, and yeah. spin. Wait, so it, go, it goes double time after the little chorus here. Um, Gino, are you a spinner? No. 
<laughs> no, I've never gone spinning. But um, I just, I mean, there's spin at my gym, and I, and I hear the kind of stuff that's going on in there. <laughs> but I thought that the video, like, was just really interesting, drawing on Michael Jackson, drawing on Britney Spears, and all the references, the A2 Brute, like after Kim and Kanye and the idea that she was killing the old Taylor. And listen, I feel like a lot of people feel that experiences that they've had in life have changed them and hardened them because they were really open. Like, you know, Taylor's persona when she started as pretty young teenager was very open and girly and girl next story. And look what happened to her. Kanye tried to take away her, her Grammy award. Like she just kept getting slagged on. And I think she learned you got to harden up. But you, you got to now she's like to the extreme of having hardened up. But you know what? This happens to people in life. Bonnie, I don't think that's the lesson from this, that she's been slagged on so much. I think the lesson from this is that she did wrong. She was busted. She caught being a manipulator <laughs> of the media and the press and fans and other celebrities. And and fans turned on her and started calling her a snake. And started That is so Gino not I, true. Gino and I disagree wait, on wait, this. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean it's so not true? Well, it's so not true. Fans have not called her. If you're a Kim Kardashian fan, maybe you'd call Bonnie, her a snake single- because Kim did. But Taylor Swint, Swifties are not not turning okay. on well, her. You're not, you're not following this on the internet then because every single video we post about Taylor Swift, the comments are full of snake emojis. Her Instagram is full of snake emojis. Because they the sna- like the it. Snake, they're, yeah. no, they're like no. supporting no, her. That, that's, the the, that's the new turn. You guys are missing this. This was, a, this was people coming after her and now since people were calling her a snake because she lied about the video with Kanye and she got caught doing it, Taylor has instead of trying to get past this, she has embraced the snake as her okay. moniker. <laughs> that should become a part of her identity, and she's even selling snake merchandise on her website. Yeah. The other day, though, you said, Gino, that you felt she didn't take any of the blame herself in this new song in this new video. Whereas I completely disagree, and you kind of just admitted that you do think she's taking the blame because she's embracing the snake. No, that's 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 different from taking any blame. She's she's. I think she is embracing what she did wrong. Like I think that she's completely when she's, you know, digging her own grave. Like she believes that she dug her own, herself in her own grave. She hmm. see, and I don't think so. Know. I think in her mind there was very much a difference. Like she split hairs about what she agreed, like told Kanye was okay to talk about in Famous and what wasn't. But in her mind, it was a big deal, the difference. And he has he has made a career out of going after her, starting with that Grammy no, situation. She's made a career of playing the victim, and that's why... She played that. That's why she created. You know what? Whole- that's such a man's point of view. This is every Bonnie. woman Bonnie. who stands up for themselves. This is you guys. Every, you guys is, treat them like like you know that they're that they're victims or that they're enjoying being victims because they're standing up for themselves. Right. She's Bonnie, this is totally not a- speaks up for herself, and she is the one woman who completely puts her whole heart and soul into every single song, whether it's about a she's guy the one or a woman friendship. Who does that? No, she's the one woman who has done it throughout her entire career unapologetically. Every song that she has ever come out with, it makes you wonder, who is this about? We, the media, dissect every single song. But also, she's singing about 
things in relationships that happen with guys that happen to every girl and she's in relationships. Always the victim. Dear John. Yeah, and you know what? Most women are victims because we have most a very man centric society. Most women are victims. Yes, in relationships. Guys like you can't this make is, commitments. This is, you lead us down the path. You have sex like, with us. Bonnie is literally. You have sex with us and then you don't commit. <laughs> Bonnie is literally pointing a finger at me right now. And you deserve it. And Taylor, you've admitted you have commitment issues. Taylor Swift. Gino. But this is Taylor Swift in her own words talking about the damage to her reputation, which happens to be the title of her forthcoming album, which will drop this fall. You guys, stop making that. Forthcoming means upcoming, not oh. forth. That surprise face, it's so annoying. Yeah, you can't possibly be that surprised all the time. What's with that bitch? Don't call me that. Y'all, oh, stop acting like you're all nice. You are so fake. <laughs> oh, there she Good goes, playing the victim again. See, do you hear that? There she yeah. goes, playing the victim again. She's, These are all she's, the criticisms. She's reacting to the public okay. perception of her. Okay, let's just go back. Women can do no right. If you are a strong woman, especially if you are a little bit older, then you are a bitch. If you're not assertive, you're a bitch. Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce. That's not true. Lots of people don't like Beyonce too. She and also, if you stand up for yourself, you get you make yourself like a lightning rod. I mean, look what happened in our presidential election. Look at the things that Hillary was accused of, the crimes that she was accused of. And Donald Trump could pussy grab, be sexist, be racist, right. talk about women having blood coming out of their this parts. Is, this is and he could still move. get ele- elected. This is, this, Bonnie, this is your Trump Tourette syndrome coming out <laughs> I'm, again. I'm wondering, though, when she says, you know, there she goes playing the victim again. But you don't think that that's her saying, I know what I'm doing? Like, and in... Kind no, of, she was accused of that. I don't think she ever saw. You don't saw... think she's taking any blame? No, I don't think so. No, I think she's just going, look what happens. What, you live your life. You have romances. She is an artist who writes about what goes on with her. And then, yes, everyone dissects everything. And she gets called all kinds of names, no matter what she does. But the song is about coming back stronger and tougher right. and taking revenge. And the song itself is called, Look What You Made Me Do. This is play- placing blame on others. But you know what? I, I actually really empathize with her because... I feel like when I started my career, I was very naive and I just wanted to do a great job and I just wanted to be like honest and straightforward. I mean, I'm still honest and straightforward, but lots of people take advantage of you and there's lots of backstabbers out there and you get all kinds of criticism just for kind of going ahead and being strong and creative and trying to make things better. And I feel that Taylor, that's what happened to her and everybody's out to get you. They're all, there's a lot of jealousy out there. She's so successful. It's not men who are crowding around Taylor Swift and tearing her down and plotting against her. It's other women that she's in all of these feuds with. And her whole thing is the squad. But one of them is feud. One of them's a woman, Katie, and one of them's a guy. And Kim. Kim is Well, Kim is an adjunct to Kanye. She's just like was brought in by Kanye. The primary person she has always been in this feud with is another woman. And her whole ethos is up with women and support women and be in a squad. No, one other woman. But if you're not in the squad, then you're her enemy and she will destroy you. I think the squad was created by the people. I don't think that she created the squad. I don't think she went out to be like, I'm going to make a squad. No, I don't think so either. I think she wanted just to kind of hang with girlfriends after feeling burned by guys. 
I and, agree. And to show that women can support each other. I think she's really trying to show that women can be friends mm-hmm. and not just backstab each other. Now, I don't agree with her having this feud with Katie, but I, I don't really know. We probably all of us don't know everything that went on behind the scenes. That one, that one is a weird one. But we, the Kanye thing, I get. I totally get. Mm-hmm. We do hear exclusively that Katie was pretty furious and pretty upset that she yes. had to deal with Taylor Swift dropping this video while she was hosting the VMAs. And TMZ also reported that Katie was nowhere to be found while they were actually <laughs> playing the video during the broadcast. She feels like Taylor sort of swooped in to steal her thunder once again. And if you recall last week when Katie dropped her new video for Swish Swish, what does Taylor Swift do two days later? She dropped her lyric video for Look What You Made Me Do about a month ago. Yeah, but that was planned, I'm sure, for a long, long time. Yeah, but these coincidences keep piling up. About a month ago when Taylor dropped, I mean, when Katie dropped her single, Swish Wish, and was trying to, or dropped her album, the same day, Taylor Swift brings all of her music back to streaming services to try to overshadow her and get all the headlines. And we heard that Katie at the time was felt like this is kind of a typical Taylor move. But at the same time, she's like, it's actually getting me some press that, t- that Taylor is taking right. this swipe at And you at know me. what? I think that Taylor helped make her VMAs I for, agree. for the success that they were. People- because if they hadn't had the Taylor video, then the the ratings would have been even worse than they were. Now, the ratings, I think, got really hit because of Game of Thrones. It's too bad VMAs scheduled the VMAs on the same night as the finale of Game of Thrones. Taylor was also supposed to show up to the show, and then she ended up not coming. But it was never confirmed. I know we we heard through our sources that she was considering going. Do, Do we know why she dropped out? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. No, no, we don't. That is a mystery. Well, someone else who dropped out was the weekend. He was that. That is weird. He was scheduled That's really to. Weird. He was first of all, he was nominated for four awards, um, which the VMAs usually do when you're willing to show up. They nominate you and they give you an award. And then he was also scheduled to to perform at the oh, show and to do a big pre-show concert. And he bailed on the whole thing. And there's been a lot of reporting about why. Have you guys heard all this? Yeah, it's really odd. I mean, they said that he was very tired, but he was. Well, I wouldn't. Here I wouldn't. I know, but I could see that he's been really tired. Like what we're seeing is a lot of celebrities really finding that touring is taking a toll. Mm-hmm. And just think about it; it has to take a toll. Like you are traveling constantly, day after day, week after week, month after month. I mean, the guy has been on the road. It is physically and emotionally exhausting. So some of the contact for this is we had an exclusive report about a week before the VMAs that Selena and The Weeknd had actually gotten into their first ever fight. And the fight was actually about the fact that they haven't spent a lot of time together recently because The Weeknd has been away on tour. And this little break when he was coming to LA to be at the VMAs sort of conflicted with um, he and Selena spending time together. And then there was those Instagram stories um, and posts of them flying to L.A. I mean, excuse me, to New York on the same day. They, they should have been like prepping for the VMAs. We thought they might both show up. So it kind of seems to me like he 
we had reporting that he was tired, but also that he wanted to instead spend this time with Selena. Well, I would understand that. And, you know, he may have decided that he needed to invest at this point in his emotional life and his relationship and that he'd given enough to his fans. He'd given a lot to his fans and that it was one appearance he just didn't have to make. We That's heard, understandable. We heard that when he, when he agreed to perform at the VMAs, he was totally into it. But then, you know, since then, he's become pretty fatigued on this long tour and his Wait, next break is until december well and he was so there you go he's going to be going at it all fall again and you know he's not the first celebrity to now cancel out of tours and appearances because not only did justin bieber just do it selena did it in fact i think she did it twice and um oh rihanna did it Mm -hmm. rihanna cut her her tour short I don't think big celebrities need these award shows anymore. I wish they kind of wish they would all just go away so we could all have our Sundays in peace. Because like if you think about the old days, I used to really like award shows because it was your big chance to see celebrities that you love. You know, like uh, the VMAs was a you big deal. You are such a Debbie Downer. But, like but today, we Debbie Downer. This is not a Debbie Downer. This no, is just I a- think award shows are fabulous. You get to see incredible performances. You get to hear see dancing. You get to see heartfelt speeches. And you know what? I think there's a difference between a lot of um, uh, recording artists. There's recording artists and there's people who like to perf- perform. Like a lot of, of artists get their um, their energy off performing in front of audiences. Like look at a Chris Brown. He is his best at performing. Like sure, but he, he has, loves Britney that. Spears, he has his yeah. J-Lo. J-Lo is perfect. Incredible performance. They love the performance. Mm-hmm. It's not just the recording. Yeah. And then there's others are- that I think are more about being in studio and then they go on tour. But I think there's others that feed off performing. But they have their tours for that. My point was, before you jumped in, is that <laughs> they... I jumped in because you're just so It used down. to be... We used to love... I used to love award shows. My point is, but... Because it, it was a chance to see the celebrities with social media and Snapchat and Instagram stories. We don't really need that anymore because we can see them every single day in, in much more intimate ways than we could ever see them in this, I, but, the ways that they But I think that's the way the world is now is that fans get more excited the more they see the people they love. It's not it's, – it's like – but you see, you would have that point of view because you don't like commitment. You don't – you find it <laughs> <What>? hard. <laughs> you find it hard to be with somebody too much. However – in most relationships that work, you really like seeing the person you're involved with. And for fans, it's the same way. They really like seeing the people that that they admire especially, all the time. Especially the VMAs. The VMAs are fan voted. So No, they're not. That's, yes. that's so made up. All these we we used to own Debbie a, Downer, we used Debbie to, Downer. We used to, okay, well, I think <laughs> we that used to the weekend, own an award show here at PMC. It's that's not how it works. The what? The weekend not That's showing not up, I think, was a letdown to his fans. I mean, if he and Selena, in my opinion, wanted to spend time together, they could have spent time together going to the VMAs. And also, they haven't been on a carpet together since May. So, like, great time spending time together. Walk the carpet. You know, go into the show. Go to an after party. Hang out. They could have given well, us, the people, a little Selena bit, Selena and The weekend both agree with me. They didn't show up. And the audience agreed with me, too, because no one watched the show. Well, the I, I agree. The ratings were low, but I think the ratings were low because of Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. And agree. you know what? That's why Taylor made sure that her video premiered before the 9 o'clock hour, because they knew they were going to lose half their audience. And we saw it. We saw the traffic took a dip. It did come back. But a lot of people, I think, tuned out for a bit. 
I like the VMAs because it gets us a lot of traffic on our YouTube channel. People don't necessarily want to watch the show, but they do watch our YouTube vid- videos about the show. So, right. and Fifth Harmony had that pretty big moment there. So, when they threw their fifth member off the stage, yeah, that was so. wild. Um, but we were talking about Selena. Can let's get into the Selena hack. This is yeah. a pretty shocking story. I know Bonnie's a little short on time. Bonnie, can you tee this up for us? Okay, so uh, just the other day, um, all of a sudden on Selena's Instagram are is a photo with a with a put together of three pictures of Justin Bieber naked, totally naked, full frontal. Um, they were the pictures from his nude vacation pics from uh, last year when he was away with one of the models he was involved with and then the pictures were captured from Bora so Bora. she got hacked and whoever hacked her put up like it was very malicious put up the pictures of yes. justin but you know we've seen it all before so it's it wasn't any, it wasn't anything new. new we've been there seen that i, I think yeah. justin kind of reacted to he posted like right after that this instagram snap of himself with like a very wide eye kind of like just looking straight in the to the camera yeah instagram took down selena's in like Instagram account right away and someone actually notified her assistant via Twitter and they had to get Instagram on the phone to get Selena's account How did they? Back. Okay, that's the biggest miracle of all. How did they get Instagram on the phone? Well, Who's I, got the she, phone number for she, Instagram? She's the most followed person she on Instagram. Is, she is the most followed I know, but nobody has phone numbers for Instagram. I think it's amazing that Instagram was like, oh, Selena put up a picture of Justin Bieber must have been a hack. It well, there, was right a, there was like a crazy <laughs> caption that that accompanied it that made it clear it was a hack. But then we right. also hear Selena immediately reached out to Justin and apologized. And she was super embarrassed. She found this really humiliating that this happened. Obviously, this is something she would never do herself. And, of course not. And showing, you know, all of her 125 million followers saw this. It's it's a pretty big deal when you have a platform this large. But Justin apparently was totally cool about it. He knew right away that it wasn't her fault. Well, of course he would know. There's no way she would do that. And, you know, he's over it. <laughs> Listen, he got applause on the fact that he was so well endowed. So like he's, he's like over the fact that he's been presented to the world because all he did was get like, remember his father, like put up, what did his father do? Right. He, he put he up like, like thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> proud. Proud Papa is what he yeah. said. Oh God. Those, so, those photos are going to follow him around forever. The fun in well, the sun with Jade Pierce. Was it worth it? Well, that's the thing these days is like, you got to keep your clothes on if you're a celebrity, at least if you don't want certain body parts and certain behavior shown to the entire world, you just can't take these pictures. I mean, he didn't take them. They were taken by some paparazzo who was like miles off on and had some like the NASA style telescope camera (laughs) because he was apparently couldn't see a boat in sight. But you got to be really careful. We've talked about this before. Yeah, you don't absolutely. want your nude photos or your sex videos showing up. You, you just can't take them. Yeah. No matter who everybody, you are at this exactly, point. Exactly. Everybody gets hacked. Yeah. Bonnie, this is why I shower in a pair of board shorts <laughs> every day. <laughs> I feel like that has to do with your non-commitment too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm what they call I'm what they call a never nude. <laughs> I have a pair of jean shorts underneath my boxer briefs. <laughs> Oh, that should be a new trend. I like that. The never nudes. The never nudes. (laughs) Even showering dress. No one would read that on our site. They like the nudes. (laughs) We're going back to the 1850s. Very conservative. Yes. Only 
ankles are erotic. <laughs> okay, well, before we um, we sign off, we must discuss, is Gwen pregnant, Gwen Stefani? There are rumors going around. A few couple weeks ago, there were photographs of Gwen in sort of a billowy top, and that set off rumors. But now, um, one of the weekly magazines says that they've got a source, and she's 12 weeks pregnant or something. Um, listen, if she's pregnant at 47, good on her. Yeah, would be very absolutely. exciting. At her age, though, wouldn't she have had to do some sort of like medical intervention to get pregnant? It Not, always. Not always. I mean, it's rare. But listen, we talked about this before. It happened to uh, Halle Berry. She got pregnant accidentally at that age. Hmm. Okay. It has. Ha- it does happen. Yeah. She was um, spotted actually walking with um, a bag in front of her stomach, too. Like, you know, it's a little bit suspicious. Little bit suspicious. Yeah. I mean, hopefully she, she would do so well with a daughter. Oh, I want her to have it. Can you imagine how cute that little one would be and oh. the outfits she'd put them in? And with her and Blake's eyes, with blue, bright blue eyes, such a cute But what is going thing. on with her and Blake? Wow. Well, there's rumors about that too, that, you know, have they had a breakup? They haven't been spotted together in a little while. I, I'm not sure I'm buying that, but um, because they've had such a strong relationship and they've, you know, Blake has has they both been you know publicly have said such lovely things about each other acknowledged you know how supportive they are of each other and also you know he's really taken her three little boys um under his wing um but listen every relationship has issues nothing's ever perfect so maybe they're having some issues they're getting more serious like more and more serious because they're already serious you never know but there was also this report out there that he was speaking to miranda lambert again do you have details on that? Who was that? Us Weekly? Um, I think it was Us Weekly or In Touch. Okay Magazine. Okay Magazine. Oh, yeah. then never um, <laughs> um, that they That Miranda had requested a meeting with Blake. But, you know, I think that she's really happy with Anderson East. I think that she knows that Blake is happy. I think that they both kind of got their feelings out with these new albums and are leaving it at that. I think that they probably wish nothing but the best for each other. Well, that's what we've heard. That Exactly. We've heard that Blake, you know, just wishes Miranda well. And if she gets pregnant, he thinks that's great. Right. And, you know, he's so happy in his he's new relationship so with Gwen. And The Voice is starting up on September 25th. And so I'm sure that we'll hear a lot about their relationship. I am interested to see if Gwen will be the mentor of Blake's team. Because he always uses whoever he's dating. Um, Gwen has been in the past few seasons when she wasn't on the show. Mm -hmm. And before that was Miranda. So it'll be interesting to see if that's the mentor. And I'm sure if they aren't together, Adam Levine will let us all know on the show. Oh, like in the first in the first five minutes. Yes. Here, we also just want to talk about Game of Thrones yeah, for a few minutes. O M G, how epic! And also O M G to the max. How can we wait another eighteen months until we see what happens? Just a little, just a little mood music. Um, well, Bonnie, uh, I've got you, lots and lots of questions. Do you have any more spoilers for me? Because you already spo- spoiled for me that um, Jon Snow wasn't really Jon Snow. So do you have anything else that you want to ruin for me in the final, <laughs> final season? <laughs> well, I, I spoiled that for you before before yeah. the final? Before the revelation on the okay. show, yes. you you Apparently, this is something that's known in the book series. Is that true? Because um, it wasn't really, apparently it was yeah. hinted at in the show, but right. I had been watching yeah. the show and I had no inkling okay. until they revealed it. I, I have some predictions. 
Okay. I do predict that Daenerys will get pregnant with John, and like it's all it's it, they keep hinting that something's going to happen in that area. Mm-hmm. She told John in the finale, "I can't have children. I can only be the mother of dragons because I was cursed by this witch um, when I was trying to save the life of my first husband, and she made me miscarry my baby." So, but I think that the curse. First of all, like John said, well, why would you believe that old woman? Like, how do you know she knows what she's talking about? Number one, excellent point. Uh, why <laughs> would point. she know? I think she Great was point, just John. a bitter old woman. Yes. Well, but- Daenerys did and her whore did destroy her whole village and kill everyone she knew. So she was a little bitter. Yeah. Well, exactly. So there's a reason for her being bitter, though Daenerys did save her life. After um, she killed her entire family. Yeah. So, okay. She probably Maybe Daenerys deserved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Khaleesi deserved that. But she said, I can only be the mother of dragons. But yes. think about it. Targaryens, their symbol yes. is the dragon. And, of course, they have power over dragons. So Daenerys, she calls her, her the dragons her children. But if John is also a Targaryen, because basically he's her nephew, yes. and so the two the two dragons now had sex, so they could conceive a dragon baby. Yes. Like whatever baby they have is a dragon because it's a Targaryen, so she can have yes. another dragon, and that's or she a could Targaryen. Have, she could have sex with one of the actual dragons. Ew! Ew. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Bonnie, yeah. <laughs> do you think so? Um, I think the relationship. I get really confused about family trees and relationships. So Daenerys is actually John's aunt. That's in, right. In the scheme of this, because she is she's the daughter of the Mad King, yes. who was killed by Jaime, and he had his oldest son was Rhaegar, and Rhaegar married Lyanna Stark, who is Ned Stark's sister, and she gave birth to Jon Snow. So. Liana was um, is his aunt, right? I think, I think I followed well, that. Liana's John. No, no, no. Liana's his mom. mom. Liana's the mom, and Daenerys because she was John's Rhaegar's sister. She was Rhaegar's sister. Right. She's Rhaegar's younger sister. Right. So well, she is the aunt right. to John. What we also found out in this is that Ned Ned Stark's whole Robert Rebellion wasn't so virtuous in the first place. It was just a power grab. From from the Targaryens, but yeah, but that's because the Mad King was like crazy. He was like a Trump, and he but he was killing everybody. The other thing I wondered is if if Jon Snow isn't really Jon Snow, he's Jon Sands, whatever they're saying. Um, well, he's actually Aegon Targaryen, right? If he's does that mean he he also is a dragon? He is also that's what I mean. No, but, right. but my question yes. is: is he also invulnerable to fire, just like the Khaleesi? Yes, but he doesn't fire know and- that yet. He, he right? what? He's fire and ice, but right? he's fire and ice because the because the Starks symbol is ice. ice. So he is the true heir to the Iron Throne because he's not just fire. He's fire and ice. So he unites all the king, the king of the north and the south. Do you think he'll get maybe like flamed by a dragon or something? And that's what will prove it to him? Like maybe. Well, I, you don't think he's going to believe it when his brother tells him, when Bran Stark tells him? Well, it would be more dramatic if he found out via fire, don't you think? <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> well, the way he, the Khaleesi found out. But you know what? Out. He already came back from the dead. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. So he might not have had that ability, even if they read... Um, what is pro, what is she called? The Red Witch, the Red Priestess, who worships she, fire. Right, that's right. She might not have been able to do that if he wasn't a Targaryen. It's all very complicated. For <laughs> this is, but you see, this is why his uncle Benjen, I think, made sure to save him because he knew that he was the true heir to the Iron Throne. Do you think? I mean, Jon Snow is like this humble man, though. Do you think that he will? He's not going to try to want like want to usurp the Khaleesi, really. I, I feel like, I mean, they love each other, but the, but the creator, I know he the, may not want to. The creators of the show saying that are saying that this will tear them apart, and that's going to be a central drama of the final season. So, but they may still have the baby. The baby could have already been conceived. Yes. Okay. One other point I want to make. Another prediction. Okay. Great. Okay. I do think that Cersei, some people are doubting that she's really pregnant. They think she just made it up. Oh, I don't think so. But I think she's pregnant. Yes. But I think she's pregnant by Euron, by Greyjoy, Euron Greyjoy, because oh. the prophecy about her kids was that she was have three children by the king, who was Robert Baratheon, with gold as their hair and gold as their shroud. So they were going to die. But if she had a baby with Euron, not Jamie, it wouldn't have gold hair. Most likely would have dark hair like... But yeah. she told him she wouldn't hook up with him until he delivered a bunch of stuff to her. Well, maybe in order to kind of lure him in, she gave him a taste. Because he did, like, help her in that whole plot she did to, That's to right. trick everyone she in the final She must have episode. sealed it with some sex. <laughs> okay. well, she I believe uses, everything Bonnie says. She uses her. sex as a weapon and as a way to manipulate. Well, there's no, way, no better way to end than that. Bonnie <laughs> is the queen of Westeros. <laughs> Okay, guys, listen, come to Hollywood Life for all your latest news. Uh, Game of Thrones, Taylor Swift, Selena, Justin, Gwen, we have it all. And um, watch, uh, we've got some more interviews or listen to our interviews coming up next week yes. after Labor Day. We're going to be starting our celebrity interviews again. Okay, bye. Bye.